0: Play the fucking intro.
1: Oh, This is Dustin. And I'm Chris. And this is SLC Punkcast. Punkcast.
0: Yeah. This is episode 63.
1: It is episode 63. It's a great episode. Chris... On this episode, I'm going a little off what I normally do. Normally, I pick from a certain region, but I just got a bunch of records recently, and a couple of those uh, records, I'm going to be playing some of those tracks. And another band just reached out to us from Italy, and I thought, shit, I'm going to throw them fucking in here, too. So that's what I'm playing Why today. Not? Chris? We're going to have
0: uh, Shark Punch here. Yes. On the episode, doing an interview with Shark Punch. Yeah. California ska band. Really enjoyed talking, and uh, it's going to be a great one. Take a listen to that. This is SLC Punkcast. We are a punk rock review and interview show, reviewing and critiquing all the genres and subgenres of punk rock music. My goodness sakes! You found us. Thanks for listening. You can find us on www.slcpunkcast.com. You can find us on social media on Facebook and Instagram at SLC Punkcast. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at SLC Punk Chris.
1: And you can find me on Twitter at SLC.
0: Dustin, a bunch of new stuff. Not quite as long as the list as we've had. (laughs) The Uncouth, Just a Matter of Time. It's uh, coming out about August 22nd.
1: Yeah, I didn't see an official release date, but that's when it was released and mailed to me approximately.
0: They were here last week in Salt Lake City. The Swingin' Utters. Yes. Love and Peace came out August 31st. Alkaline Trio going to be in Salt Lake City. Uh, at the Complex.
1: October 11th, I think is what you said, something like that.
0: Lo- uh, this is this thing cursed. August 31st. Disconnect Disconnect Records presents First Round of the World Volume 2 August 31st. Better Days. The Way Team on September 1st. Running Stitches, She's a Landmine and stuff. It's an EP. September 3rd. Rogue Trooper with Class Decline September 7th, Counterparts with Private Room September 7th, Boston Manor with Welcome to the Neighborhood September 7th, Two Sick Monkeys into Oblivion.
1: That's actually two dudes, (laughs) just so you know. On September 7th, 1983. I forgot to look up the name of the album, but they're coming out with an album on September 7th. Got it.
0: Devil's Sons, the Black Moonshine EP on September 7th, Suicidal, still psychopunk after all these years, September 7th, Lone Wolf, self-titled September 8th, One Hidden Frame, Thousand Oaks Split antipods september 8th heart attacked connect the disconnected september 14th and the blanks i'm a gun september 14th and finally good charlotte dustin yeah 90s band huh well 2000s maybe early 2000s for good charlotte i'm not sure
1: it might have been late 90s but i think their height of their popularity was early 2000s probably this is
0: generation rx so that'd be generation prescription
1: i think that's aptly titled
0: uh september 14th absolutely let us know what we're missing because we don't know what the fuck we're doing and we um are swinging at the dark here so if you know a band or somebody that's putting out some new music let us know dustin haymaker
1: yes this is chris's pick for a new track chris this isn't officially released on any album's but no. Tim Steinfurt will do covers, and he does all kinds of shit and recordings, and you're, sorry. You're okay, you're okay. Yeah, I had to talk loud, so just kidding. What happened there? It loading.
0: It's a Neil Young cover of the Hay, uh, for, from Haymaker. It's rocking in a free world. Dustin, you played this for me last week. I was like, fuck it, throw that on. That's just cool, man. Right. Love Haymaker. Uh, this came out, well, it was done. It was
1: published. Published. On there YouTube, you yeah.
0: On YouTube, May 15th. You can find it on YouTube. That's where we got it.
1: Yeah, go check it out. You can check it out with the other 223,000 people that have already looked at it. Hardcore
0: Neil Young, rocking in a free world. Neil Percival Young, Canadian singer-songwriter, married to Daryl Hannah. Wow! You ever uh, watched uh, Blade Splash. Runner? Wow! Uh, way to go! <laughs> I always think of Bla- isn't it Blade Runner? She's the, like she's one of the replicants. Yeah, I believe so. Ah, uh, good times. Yes, Crosby, Stills and Nash and Young. He was the young part.
1: Really? Thank
0: you. <laughs> You're welcome.
1: Glad Chris is here to clarify those things for me.
0: Just making sure. Buffalo Springfield, Dustin. Uh, what about Buffalo Springfield, uh, Chris? He was in Buffalo Springfield. Oh, gotcha.
1: Was he the... What part of Buffalo or Springfield was he? I think
0: he was the field.
1: The field? The, it's a cool song. Uh, if you go check out the music video. It, it looks like it's a, a chronicle or a soundtrack, rather, to uh, a time the Haymaker spent in Los Angeles. So they're just showing a bunch of footage that so they look like they probably recorded themselves while they're in L.A. A lot of uh, L.A. life, you know, beaches, being on the beach, homeless people, police, angels games, kicking the ball in the canals, graffiti, just uh, all kinds of things you would imagine you'd go see if right. you went uh, out to L.A. Straight Edge rocking in a free world. Skinheads rocking in a free world. That is.
0: Rolling Stone listed Neil Young as 83rd in its ranking of the 100 greatest guitarists of all time.
1: Nice. Well, there's, even though you're 83, you're over the top of several hundreds of thousands of yeah, thousands oh, millions yeah, of yeah. guitar I'll players. Take, I'll
0: take Top 100. Right. I'll take Top 100 on any list, Dustin, other than like... Perverts or <laughs> some fucking like sex crime or something like that. I'll take any list. Top 100. <laughs> right. Except for that.
1: Uh, I think this video is great. The cover is awesome. Haymaker always does a great job. Uh, Keep on rocking the free world. Yeah. You know, it's one of those cool things,
0: man. You only get to usually see or hear something like that, rather. Right? Like, right? Exactly. And so you get a chance to, to kind of partake in something that may otherwise be. Not available to you.
1: Sure. What do you got, man? Chris, uh, next up, I've got the Uncouth. I'm going to set this up right here. We're going to play it straight off the vinyl because I just got the EP. It's two tracks, uh, side A, side B, and we're going to play the title track. Chris, why Dustin, don't you talk about we, uh,
0: it? We interviewed the Uncouth about, God, two weeks ago or three weeks ago now. Um, and yeah, this is pretty cool. You know. All sorts of neat stuff. You know, a lot can be said about these uh, these albums. You got to check them out if you're not somebody who likes vinyl. There's a lot of great stuff. It does degenerate over time, Dustin. The more you play it,
1: well, but, price you pay.
0: But in all honesty, it's just so fucking cool, man. All of it's very cool. Young Coot, out of Kansas City, right,
1: Dustin? Yes, sir. All right. Uh, this is just a matter of time. Title track off the new EP that just came out.
2: I heard
0: them at Oklahoma with the Brass on September 9th. They're also playing uh show with the brass at the many bar in Kansas City on the eighth. Uh yeah, check them out.
1: Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's a great band. Uh, I'm glad the single came out. Like they said in the interview, go back and listen to it if you haven't heard it, it was a couple of episodes ago. Uh they're putting together stuff for the new album. This single took a little longer than expected to get out, so they've had mm-hmm. this done for a while, so they've already been working on new stuff so we're looking forward to that when that comes out we'd love the uncouth chris uh we're going to do some older lesser knowns and that's going to lead us into an interview here so why don't you talk about yeah
0: we're going to be talking a shark punch we wanted to play a couple of uh tracks from them you know they have a track called shut up dustin
1: they do and we mentioned
0: it during the interview and um it's uh, a great track but it just doesn't have any singing in it
1: Sure, and that's why we elected not to include it. Originally, this started with you wanting to play the third track, so the last track we'll play. Right. And then we got the interview lined up, and we're mm-hmm. like, oh, let's play some more tracks, and so we have some others.
0: Shut up, Dustin.
1: <laughs> maybe later on, Chris. Maybe later on. But for right now... So we're going
0: to play Day of the Dead. Uh, we're going to start off with that. Um, Stop the album. Hope, th- hope this works. I hope
1: this works, Chris.
0: Uh, it's it's a great name. Um Yeah, man, these guys, uh, they got a great sound. And uh, two trombones, Dustin. See if you can catch that.
3: Down at a bar in Mexico I met a got there an hour ago She took me by the hand I didn't know what she had planned the thing is icy cold She had a dress Colored gold She had a fight Walk in her eye I've been thinking I was gonna die But I wanted her
1: I thought it was done, Chris. I saw you. (laughs) Twice already. (laughs) Fooled you. Nice heavy
0: sound on that brass. The uh, two trombones and, uh, yeah, Shark Punch, man. Pretty cool. Uh, I'd almost throw him into that kind of uh, ska core genre with, like, a voodoo glow skulls. Um, You know, a little bit more hardcore sound. And say you're a real big fish or you're
1: depends on the song tone on this song maybe yes. a little more that way yes I was maybe maybe like suicide machines because suicide machines isn't always stock oh yeah sometimes no, when they are there, everywhere right?
0: So uh, yeah, man. Hope this works. That was track two. This is track three. Same old things. Uh, Also, I hope this works. These uh, these songs, both of them here, released uh, April 2016.
1: Yep, 2016. It's a couple years old, but as you'll hear in the interview, uh, more to come. Oh yeah, for sure. More more to expect from Shark Punch, and it'll be coming before too long.
0: Here you have more of that kind of. Playful, less than jakey sounding, um, you know, kind of that California punk inspired mixed with ska. Sure. So, yeah, man. I mean, it's a pretty good range. Suicide Machines is an apt uh, comparison, I think. Right. Absolutely. Where they're not just one thing. They're, They're... dozens (laughs) dozens <laughs> yeah exactly and uh, you and i both of course big fans of suicide machines this is a little bit of same old things from shark punch track three off. hope this works
1: interviews coming up right after this
0: joined now by Dustin, but not that Dustin. Dustin from Shark Punch. Dustin, thank you for joining the podcast. Of course, I'm glad you're here, guys. All the way from the East Bay of California, Shark Punch. We're glad to have you guys on the show. Well, to have you, the rest of the band. Yeah, they kind of (laughs) disappeared.
1: Wherever they went, work. (laughs) Well, there's a lot of guys in the band, too. It's worth mentioning, You know, a lot of bands that we talk to are in the three to four maybe five range right? right but you guys have
4: eight yes eight and that's it's hell it's hell to manage all those
0: eight
1: <laughs> <laughs> of course you have two
0: trombone players a saxophone player a mm-hmm. drummer a trumpet a bass guitar a guitar guitar and you and me exactly and what? I have to handle all those guys why two trombones
4: you know what I think it's because well, the funny story goes is that we when we first made the band, we had to find horn players. Because, you know, you're going to play ska, you need some horns. And we didn't know what to do. So what we did is we went to our local college and posted a bunch of flyers saying uh, tromboners wanted. You know, because, you know, I'm trying to find somebody. Mm-hmm. And two tromboner guys popped up, and we're like, shit, we we can't really get rid of one. Let's keep them both.
0: Awesome. Do you think it gives the band a different sound than other ska bands?
4: Exactly, it makes it a little different, more more robust, because those trombones have such a powerful tone to it. So having two of them, that just doubles it up.
0: And there's some ska bands that are more trumpety sounding, some that are more saxy sounding, and those mm-hmm. I think that are that have that trombone sound, you you can tell that difference. Yes, uh, indeed. And Dustin and I, he, him and I, argue about it all the time the, he's like well that sounds like the other one I'm, no no this is more of a saxophone ska band and this is more of a trombone ska band and he said he'll just take my word for it
1: chris is more of the the ska band expert we both love ska bands but he's more into it and i think you might be the first interview we actually play a considerable amount of ska on our show i would say
0: i would say it's considerable as especially well, especially
1: because of you because you have a lot I of keep it alive baby but we, I don't think we've interviewed any bands. We haven't. That are, that are ska. So surprising. welcome to being
0: Absolutely. ska I'm band, band number one. <laughs> oh, our I'm... cherry has been broken. <laughs> Tell us about uh, Shark Punch. When did the band start? How did you guys come together? Obviously, you've told us how you brought the horn section, but how about the rest of the band? Yeah.
4: Well, the band started in 2014, and uh, it was just an idea between our old guitarist and a bassist, they met up, they used to know each other back in like middle school or something, went away for a while, and met back up with each other in like an, at an Aquabat show. And they're like, oh my god, you like ska? You like ska? Let's start playing ska. <laughs> and that worked for them. And um, it turns out our guitarist did a bunch of video work, and he, he was doing a video work for another band at the time, a country band, weirdly enough. And he was talking to one of the guys, like, hey, I'm actually looking for... You guys know anybody who's a drummer? You know, when Mick has and just so happened, the guy's like, hey, my son is actually a ska punk drummer. And I'm like, oh, well, that's convenient enough. <laughs> and got him along. And then, you know, with all those three guys got together, and they're like, hmm, well, now we have to find a singer. And they found me on Craigslist, of all places. <laughs>
0: so what were you we were you just, kind of, just lurking on craigslist and they, i was
4: just lurking <laughs> I, I got done with another band and i'm like you know what i'm tired of the metal thing because i couldn't mesh with anybody and uh-huh. i was like you know what? does anybody need like a punk vocalist or something i'll just kind of branch out and they're like hey you want to join along have you ever uh, heard the mad caddies i'm like no but i listen to a real big fish if that's close enough you know <laughs> to scoff uh-huh. and they picked me up along so And then we all meshed really well, Surprising. So you
0: were slinging metal music before joining Scott. That is a little bit of a, a change, is it not?
4: It's a weird transition, yeah. I loved metal, like, you know, originally, like, I was just into that hardcore stuff, but I don't know, something about when I turned to Scott, I was like, you know, I need a little more happy attitude in my life,
0: <laughs> and that yeah. was it. I can't believe that anybody recognizes anybody at an Aquabats concert either. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Who's there? (laughs) I took my four-year-old. But anyway, that's fantastic to to come from metal to ska, from maybe a place of not so happy to a place of what seems to be unending happiness uh, and breakups.
4: And also what's weird is that our newest guitarist, who replaced one, He's actually a doom metal guitarist, mainly. <laughs>
0: doom says, you know, doom metal? Hold on. <laughs> Which of the black <laughs> metals is doom metal?
4: Well, he considers it stoner metal. Like it's really grungy and low and low tones. <laughs> we were
0: talking about he, that a few weeks de- ago. De- you mm-hmm. know, my metal is the de- blackest metal. You know, right. <laughs> right. my metal is the the the, no, the deathiest metal. <laughs> Which metal were you? We're, we're, how black are we talking? Are we talking like coffee? You know, or are we talking like uh, the you know, pits I think of about hell? My,
4: the metal I was doing was probably coffee with like a half a cup of cream. My, my guitarist was doing like full black coffee, like he was just an IV straight to the vein.
0: You're like, dude, take it easy. We don't want to kill everyone. Yeah, just like...
1: most people. <laughs>
0: exactly. Wow. What inspires your guys' music? I read on your Facebook it said that you had some influences, the Caddies, Sublime, Mm -hmm. a band that both Dustin Mm -hmm. and I absolutely love, the Suicide Machines. My God, they're so great. What are some other influences of you guys' music?
4: You know what influences We had a guy come up to us and said, you know what, this is the greatest compliment we got. And this guy said, you know what you guys sound like? I'm like, no, what do we sound like? You guys sound like if... Thumb 41 became a ska band. And I, I thought, you know what? That's a good influence right there. You know, I, I think I'll match that. It's
0: so like a, a pop punk band from Canada. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Are there any influences of, I don't know, Rancid? I Rancid, know that they're definitely. in the East of Bay. It's, it's kind of a cliche to say, is it not?
4: Well, when we played at the Gilman, the famous, you know, 94 yes. Gilman, where they all started at, you know, it really it paid a homage to them. Like, you know what? This is a great spot. I could see where they came from and. They're just a huge influence in Berkeley area, them and and Green Day as well. It
0: kind of goes without saying that. Even
4: though it's cliche, it's important, you know?
0: I imagine it would be hard to not be influenced by a band that does ska music. I mean, Rancid is a punk rock band, but has dalliances in ska and we we kind of explored that in one of our previous episodes the -hmm. the the different bands that were broken off by tim downfall
1: uh, and dancehall crash right
0: and and the crashers starting off as a ska band and moving into punk is that something that Mm -hmm. maybe you see this band doing see shark punch doing or are you guys all in on ska
4: you know i think since like all the members of the band come from like very unique background and this and what i've noticed like that you guys haven't heard yet on the newer stuff we're trying to mess with it it changes and like i see why bands change like they get a little influence everybody and you put a little you know spice into your mixing pot and you're making you know a delicious a delicious something delicious music (laughs) and uh and with everything you put in it just becomes a new creation like i could see why bands change and i feel like our stuff will you know not necessarily change a bunch but just tap into other stuff
0: right i have a difficult question maybe to answer how do you keep ska fresh when i look at some bands uh, i'll point out the real big fish have been they've been you know kicking out the same songs for 20 years um, mm-hmm. how do you keep it fresh how do you stay ska but do different things
4: you know what i was always saying, you know the funny thing is actually me and the guy's discuss is not the other. like how like how do we get this new album to stay fresh and new yeah you're right ska has been around since so long and there's been so Mm -hmm. many ways you know i think what helps us to stay fresh is that again i'm going to go off that again that might come from so many diverse backgrounds Mm -hmm. but i think since if you mix a little something from the outside of the genre and you put it as long as you have the upstroke and ska you're going to be ska but if you put a little of anything else in there it just it's new and catchy and just in your
0: ears do you ever play the what's the instrument where you blow into the little piano thing i actually
4: have one in my car right now <laughs> <laughs> when i'm in traffic if i'm in bumper boat traffic i will go along with the radio play what is that instrument called a melodica
0: a moanica. exactly big d and the kids table were here and mm-hmm. he played that thing for a good 30 minutes straight like the, oh, the rest of it. the band fucking took a break they were all having a beer at the fucking bar. It was, it was <laughs> insane. I was like, uh, <laughs> are we done? <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that incorporating that makes a difference, or is it something that is kind of old?
4: I don't know. I think it makes a sense. If you can make it sound cool or make it sound like something unique, it, it's fresh to me. Mm -hmm. I I tell you what, I've heard I've heard like there's actually a band I listened to who was it wasn't typically ska, but it was like a ten piece band and they had four melodicas. I'm not even kidding. And they all just did harmonies on each other. It was great. You can make anything more fresh just by adding a little little mixture to your pot.
0: One of the things Dustin and I talk about is the differences in ska bands. And it feels Mm -hmm. like there's the ska bands that it's a keyboard. Left alone. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, Elvis Cortez is is a ska sound with the keyboard, the, the upstrung upright guitar, bass. upright bass. Then there's the ska bands like a Rancid that it's just. They're a punk band, but they'll throw an upstroke in uh, to or make keyboard. it sound different. Mm-hmm. And, and a little yeah. bit of keyboard. I That's kind of yeah, I guess they're, they'd be in that same realm. Then there's the one that have the horn sections that, you know... And the, the variety the, of horn and, sections. And variety of horn sections. I think
1: Real Big Fish has that variety. Uh, suburban Legends have that, that variety. But oh, some yeah, other like ones will legend, just yeah. throw a, like a trumpet in. Right. Like, so like a
0: single sound. instrument just to kind of... Oh, we're ska! Look, honk. And then I think that Murphy's the, Law. Perfect the, example. Let me touch off.
1: But that's a, a ska core. But all they have is a sax.
0: And then maybe a third type of band, being or a ska band, being the ones that do. It's it's more of a reggae sound. Uh, caddies, sure. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Sublime, I guess, kind of stuff. Yeah, they
4: do run a line there, yeah. Where do you don't don't tell don't
2: tell other ska guys because some of them get offended by that. <laughs> right, <laughs>
0: right. You know, but just trying to kind of think, I guess, on the fly here. Mm-hmm. You know, don't really have horns necessarily or do, but have that very Jamaican sound, that that two tone sound that, that that's more seventies than nineties. If you will, mm-hmm. where do mm-hmm. you see Shark Punch? Maybe on that spectrum? Do you see yourself on that spectrum at all? And am I missing something?
4: You know what? I think with our first album, definitely that third wave. Definitely, you can really relate that to the real big fish style, the less than Jake style. I think now that with our newest album that we're working on, it feels like it's 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 another wave. It feels like a just a new thing. Like you're adding like. Like I said, our metal guitars, a little more heavier riff. Mm-hmm. Still keeping, still keeping
0: several horns, though.
4: Oh, definitely. Yeah, we're keeping those horns. They are, they are our backbone. <laughs> we lose them, I don't know what we'll do. We'll just be every other band,
2: <laughs> <laughs> right?
4: <laughs> but I don't know. With our new album stuff, it's like everybody wants their own little. Because oh, it's hard to explain.
2: <laughs>
0: and, like, and I think we're, uh, we, well, mm-hmm. I mean that's the uniqueness of ska music is that it does have. Such variances in what you get out of it because of different instrumentation you can use and Mm -hmm. where you're coming from as far as writing as well. I think that has a lot to do with it.
4: Mm Mm-hmm. I think also with the, with every one of the members now, like, really getting into, like, the feel of ska. Cause, like I said, we're all from different backgrounds. Mm. Now that we're getting the feel of ska, everybody wants to write their own style of ska. Mm. Like, one of us, one of our horn players really wants a more reggae feel, like the Mad Kai. So he has the one song that sounds like that. Our other guitarist wants a little more 311 kind of, you know, really heavier, heavier kind of, like, a oh. ska kind of feel. And we're just all just trying everything, see what it likes. I it's love left alone.
0: I think that I think left alone, uh, as a ska band, and and Elvis is a is, is just fucking fantastic,
1: but oh, so different, right?
0: Right? Mm-hmm. They're you know like, you could probably have a room full of guys. You know, uh, a mustard plug or street light or or catch twenty two or any of these other third wave ska. Uh, bands and it, you know people who listen to them, and they would be like, oh, "What's this? Left alone, it, it it wouldn't sound like it to them." You know, exactly. it, it may sound so foreign to them. Mm-hmm. And and so yeah. it's it fascinates me just learning, I guess, more about this genre of music that I really do enjoy myself.
4: Yeah, it's like it, it's like you know everybody knows, ska comes from you know the upstrokes, the two mm-hmm. and four b you know, just all the up stuff. But mm-hmm. I'm telling you, when you put so much more layers on layers on top of that. It just, anything can sound so fresh and new
0: with it. What are some older ska bands, maybe even going back to second wave, if you will, mm-hmm. what, are, what are some that have maybe you've listened to and said, yeah, I could take something from there?
4: I really loved when I, I think probably one of the earliest ska I ever listened to it was probably Madness. Like those guys, that two-tone UK wave was like, totally enjoyed that as a kid like wow this is happy and awesome <laughs> like i just want to go go outside and do stuff just by listening to the like my mom would play a our house in the middle of the street that song nice. all the time and i'd listen to it, i'm like oh my god it's a great freaking song my favorite song
2: yeah that
4: and also, also as a kid i listened to a lot of the scottalite like i love that 60s jamaican kind of reggae and i dig that so much as well
0: do you think that you have to i mean is there a part where you're composing stuff you guys are sitting down as a band and you're putting together music do you think that there's a part where like look we have to pay you know uh we have to pay our respects to the old reggae stuff and hey let's throw Mm -hmm. in a really heavy reggae tune in the mix
4: i don't know if we have to like feel like we have to pay homage to it or anything but i could definitely think that if the guys really want to do something like that they'll bring it up Mm -hmm. but honestly with our own stuff with our writing and we just come together and just play random stuff and we we jam around with certain things and if one thing turns out to be more like the 60s style we'll keep it and we'll start messing with it and branching it out more if something sounds like more than 90s style we'll start working with that we we just like to branch over everything
0: what's coming up next for you guys so you're you're in studio now recording or Mm -hmm. is everything done written and it's just a matter of packaging it where where we at
4: right now we have Two songs fully done when recorded. We're getting, to, we're making more time to get other songs done in the studio. So we're, I think, the next album is gonna have like about eleven tracks. What we're trying to do is get a package together, send it to the label, so we can get better distribution to get to more people. So Who's get pushing out, to out music
0: for you guys right now?
4: Right now, we are independent.
0: That's fucking like, so tri- cool. So you're DIYing this whole thing. You're just fucking. Oh man, i old school so rock. so many almost. hours,
4: <laughs> so many hours of promotion I have to do. I'm like, I, I finally understanding why bands get labeled because, man, I'll tell you what, it takes your time.
0: But do you think, do, that, do you it, think though, that that being just on your own, I mean, doesn't it make it feel like this album that you're going to be putting out is just mm-hmm. going to be so you and the guys in the band that – you know, like, nobody fucking touched this except us. I, that that mm-hmm. sense of ownership of the music has to be something that's, that, oh, that's very strong.
4: Oh, definitely. And that's one of the things that we're really thinking about. Like, if we do go to the route where we have to give it to a label to distribute, we, just, we want to know that still it's our album. We want to make it the way we want to make it. Like, I don't want anybody else to go like, you know, hey, it has to be this way to distribute. I'm like, then we're not going to go with you. I want it to feel like it's our our product and our music that we do.
0: And all the while you're doing this, you're also doing a little bit of uh, putzing around there in California. You got a show uh, September first at Pacifica, the eighth mm-hmm. in Concord, and uh, the fifteenth yep. there in San Jose. Uh, anything yep. else big coming up uh, as far as touring?
4: Uh, so we're actually planning to go back up to Portland pretty soon because we've been we've been playing up there every now and then, like once every. Yeah three months whenever someone can get some vacation time you know but Great. when we go up there and play go down to la we're trying to plan that more for like our winter break area
0: time, time start coming out uh east <laughs> how funny it is that we say that. i do Bad, want,
4: i do right we were,
1: vegas
0: we so and salt lake and denver way. man talk about phoenix we
2: have
4: we have band connections out there we just got to organize our schedule and just go because i'm ready i just got to get the other guys ready <laughs>
0: Where can we uh, find you guys online? Where is, what's your guys' social medias and all that kind of stuff?
4: Oh, yeah, we're on, we have a Facebook, Shark Punch. It should, it should be under Shark Punch. And then uh, we have an Instagram under Shark Punch Baby. Nice. Our, we had a guy who was a tag and everything and called Shark Punch Baby. I'm like, you know, we'll, we'll use that.
0: <laughs> Very cool. Website, right. Oh,
4: website, yeah. We have a website where it's sharkpunchofficial.com. And we try to update as much as we can with our, all all our shows and hopeful tours coming up.
1: Yeah, and you got the people to go listen to some of your tracks there as well.
4: Exactly, you know. Try we try to give the music out, you know, free just to get it someone to hear us. You know, we want you guys to enjoy it.
1: And
0: I have to say, I really like the album name. Hope this works, considering. <laughs> Everybody's varied backgrounds. Now that we know more about the band, I think that that resonates a lot more. Absolutely. Oh, Uh, You know, (laughs) oh,
1: fuck it. I hope this
0: works. That is so (laughs) great. Exactly.
4: Well, the the drummer made the name of the album. He said he wants it to where if a DJ plays our stuff. Well, this is Shark He's between the CD and I hope this works.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you so much, Dustin, for joining us on the podcast. You're always welcome to come join us because. I think that you've got a lot of interesting insight coming from a very different world into the world of Ska. It's awesome. Shark Punch is a great band. We look forward to hopefully one day seeing you here.
1: Absolutely. Uh, Or getting out there.
0: And at the very least, we look forward to what you guys are going to produce because I have a good feeling about this one.
4: Hey, i really appreciate it, man i'm i'm ho- i'd love to come back on again hopefully when our album comes out we'll do another thing like this i would love hearing
0: you guys
1: outstanding chris has it, your next album title too i i have a good feeling about this one
0: <laughs> yeah there you go <laughs> oh you can keep it next one album, still
4: not
1: working <laughs>
0: <laughs> well that's shark punch up next Dustin. we're gonna play some more music Dustin every now and then we have we have fun interviews that we do we talk to people and we're just joking and laughing and it's nothing really happens and we have interviews with bands where I feel like we um are talking to legends and and, and we're like so overwhelmed and then we have interviews like we do with these guys where it's just a good honest conversation yeah and and um you know I, I really enjoy talking um with these you do guys. enjoy talking Fuck you, <laughs> Chris. Thank you so much for joining us. This is SLC Pump Chris. I'm out.
1: <laughs> Chris is a shit fucker. Hey, Chris. Shut up, Dustin. Your friends all hate you.
0: Yeah. I hate you. So I you, you it's pretty much uh... a... oh. Punch a shark,
1: Dustin. If I about, had to, I would.
0: You just about got your ass kicked by a mosquito and that's how to so say we I know, I'll right? Act like you would.
1: I'll punch a shark. I'll punch the shit out of a shark. <laughs> Alright, that's Shark Punch. We like Shark Punch. We hope you like Shark Punch. Check out Shark Punch. We're looking to new looking forward to new stuff from Shark Punch. Chris, play a next bunch up.
0: Of, play some other random stuff, Dustin. A
1: band reached out to me, they're from Turin, Italy. This is Flatmates Turin (laughs) It's Flatmates Two Hundred Five. This track is called Spring Break, and uh, this was released April Thirteenth. They had an EP called Leave It All, and this is track number one. These guys played with the Lillingtons out there. I like it. They got that that sound, that cool pop punk Euro sound, man. I like this. Check this out. anybody out there is listening and they're going to be making a movie about spring break here's one of your theme songs all you youngsters out there spring break's coming up in what six months or so you youngsters, this is part of your soundtrack you youngsters <laughs> how fucking old are we well we don't really get to celebrate spring break like everybody else does anymore chris but i like this track uh leave it all is the ep and the band is flatmates 205 out of turin italy Check them out. Check out that EP. It's a cool EP, man. Chris, we're going to jump right into some great cover-to-cover albums. Chris has got a theme going with his. Yeah, this is crass. Tell us about it, Chris.
0: Fuck yeah. So, just kind of playing with the the, um, the list of the Rolling Stones top 40 punk albums of all time.
1: I think it was... Uh, 2016 was when that list came out, right?
0: Um, yeah. I so it's was it was relatively than that. newer. I think it was 2017, even. Uh, maybe it, it, was, it, was, it, was, it was. yes, Dustin. Your point that it was more recent. Crass, okay. yeah, man. They're like a a, a collective, right? Just like War. right? Right. Um, and they loved penis envy. Um, as a, a top the band album. or
1: Rolling Stones. Rolling Stone <laughs> <Okay>. loves penises. <laughs>
0: this is their envy of it. We got a chance to see, uh, we got a chance to see the Paranoid Visions
1: performing craft songs. Yes, that was it. Essentially.
0: Yes. Um, right. So we're going to listen to three tracks off of Penis Envy from 1981, uh, Systematic Death, What the Fuck, and Where Next, Columbus.
1: Some of these are a little long, so a little we're bit gonna, different yeah, than we normally do. We're going to let, play a good sample of it, talk about it, and move on to the next yeah, one. Yeah, let's do that.
0: cool song you know uh, i like i don't know why i like it
1: anything that made you pick these songs individually so we're on systematic death the album came out in 1981 and it kind of has that sound like okay yeah that sounds like a classic punk sound
0: i don't know i liked it i like the fucking additions to it you know what i mean like i don't know there's something to it that was different and just enjoyed that track and wanted to play it
1: okay well, next up, Chris, we're going to have What the Fuck. What
0: the Fuck. This
1: is just fun. You just pick it because it's called What the Fuck? Yeah, or What, what yeah, the it's Fuck? Just, yeah. It's just Chris, fun. why'd you pick this? What the what Fuck? What the Fuck?
0: Fucking cool starts. All these things.
1: I think... Uh, They're using
0: 1981 technology on this shit, right? Like, right.
2: Fucking cool, right?
0: I'll be honest, man. Sounds like ten different conversations going on. When we're listening to punk rock, I think sometimes we fall into fucking just same olding it. You know what I'm saying? Sure. And so, get stuff like this, man. Imagine listening to this on a record in 1981. Obviously, we were... This many years old, right?
5: So much going on, it's
0: fucking crazy. It's just fun, man. Grass stuff's fucking very unique. They, they, they were, they were, they're avant-garde. Yeah, sure. Right, fucking doing things differently, and in doing so, create new.
1: We're gonna skip ahead just uh, just a hair there. this whole fucking album? No, I don't. Do you?
2: The that you've seen but never saw.
1: That you Probably you know. bump forward.
0: <laughs> this fucking thing goes for how many minutes? Seven? Just about 6.44. Fucking crazy.
1: Sounds like a soundtrack to like a sci-fi movie from the 70s. Maybe 80s. This is where Sticks got their idea for Mr. Roboto. <laughs> so. What Columbus are they talking about? We're about to hit uh, what's next Columbus. So what's wh- what are they talking about? What, what Columbus? Like Columbus, Ohio? Columbus they're from England, so that's why I'm curious. Columbus,
0: Columbus, Columbus. Like Christopher Columbus? What's that? Yeah. Christopher Columbus? Yeah, Crystal Ball, Columbus.
1: Crystal Ball?
0: Yeah. Crystal Ball. Cause he's from like Spain, right?
1: Yeah. I don't think he's from Spain. I think he's from somewhere else. It's Italy, and then he went
0: the with Spain, Senate. Yes, Bert that's Mandon where he got Spain. the
1: the funding from. All
0: right, let's go. Yeah, yeah, um, they did everything themselves, including running their own crass records and designing their own multimedia presentations. Uh, this, this whole album is anti-sexist, uh, radical rants to back up the politics. Um, so yeah, it's the number 36 all-time album, punk album, according to Rolling with the Stones.
1: Okay. Is this going to be number 36 on your all-time punk list, Chris? Yes. Okay. What about White long Are they going to make your top 40 as well? Who? The man you played last week, White long Yeah. No. Okay. I'm presenting. <laughs> You're presenting I am, I on behalf of role, whoever put the list together.
0: I'm playing the role of presenter.
1: Okay. I'm just curious on if you follow suit or not. I do not. Okay.
0: I think that there's something to be said about groups like Crass that are very avant-garde and for sure trying to do different things. And clearly, you know, this this fits under that punk genre, right? And especially in an era where punk was making a big transition to um,
2: new wave. I can see that. It seems
1: very artistic, very performance arts. Yeah, or yeah, avant-garde, right? All right, Chris, we're gonna do my great cover-to-cover cover album. The reason why I picked this one is because it's a new album by Bone Crusher. Came out July 11th. It's called Every Generation. Fucking
0: Bone Crusher's great.
1: I know. I pre-ordered uh, at the time that the, this LP here, this vinyl. You could only get... They were going to be selling at their shows overseas. And then they freed up 30 copies to sell here. I was on that shit. And it just actually is arrived. It
0: is it is it is it not even available anymore? The 30?
1: Oh, no. I think those sold out. Uh, but, you know, that, that was at the time. Maybe they're going to sell more or through LSM Vinyl because they're on LSM Vinyl. So maybe you'll be able to get some through there. I don't know. I already have mine. I'm not looking. <laughs> but if you can, look for it. This is Ain't Gonna Take It. Uh, it's track number one. These guys are from California. This is Bone Crusher.
2: Bone really Crusher. Yeah, we're to play we'll see a country flag
1: You I just, can get a fucking fly swatter down here. Yes. Uh, Bone Crusher, this picture disc is great. It's fucking like it's cool as something shit. something neat as hell that you can put. Uh, what shirts like is that. everybody wearing in that picture, too? Ignite and Legion 76. Those are some of the ones I can see that are easy to see. I just
0: thought, that was kind of cool, you know. I, anytime you see a picture, of people actually add something. Right. You can see the stuff they're wearing. Fucking, I don't know. Kind of cool.
1: Well, this track right here is no alternative. It's track six. All these tracks are on the A side. This is the last track on the A-side, so I started the first track A-side. We're going to go last track A-side. This is no alternative. The actual name of this album, Every Generation Must Speak For Itself. It is your turn. wish I was at the Midwest Light and Loud these guys were headline last day and I bet they were playing these fucking tracks because they're outstanding Chris and they're new and they're new yeah yeah the album's great uh, I'm gonna play the title track next it's track number three every generation yeah must speak for itself I love Bone Crusher very great street punk oi sound but just bear I love the the type of politics I'm hearing in the music, man. Let's go with every generation.
0: And Loud,
1: huh? Yeah, I, I hope we get to see them sometime. They've been pretty active this year, which is great. I hope it stays that way. Uh, hopefully, they're going to play a bunch of shows in support of this great new album. Uh, again, I hadn't even heard of Bonecrusher until uh, Mike Longshot put us on to them. And then after that, man, it's like, holy shit, these guys have been around since like 1990. And we've missed so much. But, you know, it's cool getting to check out. such a great back catalog. And then they come out with something new. It's great. I love that these guys can play their instruments. I love the message. I love singing along with these songs. Very good. And it's right, man. It's every generation. It's uh, it's our time. to Speak up for ourselves now, man. Any final thoughts, Chris? They're
0: fucking great. Right,
1: they are great. Like, What's, uh... The more
0: I, it's one of those bands. The more I hear, the fucking more I like
1: right let's uh let's do some guilty pleasures uh you ready to yeah man I'm ready to roll you got a story right
0: yeah man we got uh doing some outlaw country and uh this is probably somebody you know
1: Yeah, I know Willie Nelson.
0: On the road again, of course, he's also very... There you go. Willie Nelson, uh, you know, he's probably one of the biggest, most well-known of the outlaw country guys. Uh, Willie Nelson's well-known for his uh, affinity of marijuana. Yeah, so uh, you know, nothing like the devil's lettuce, Dustin. Um, You know, Willie Nelson was in the Air Force, and he and and I like this right here. He said, while he was in the Air Force, they had a thing called policing the area. It's where you looked around if there's anything wrong here, there, anywhere. You took care of your own area. And I think that's a pretty good thing to go by. If everyone just takes care of their own area, then we won't have any problems. Be here, be present, wherever you are, be there. Look around you, see what needs to be changed. You know, and, and Willie's always been one of those guys, you know, keep to yourself. Uh, but at the same time,
2: don't take fucking other people for granted.
0: What the fuck are, Dustin's walking around trying to kill this fly with a fucking electric fly swatter and he's going to fucking hit me with it. And I'm terrified of being electrified. electric fly. All I got to hear. Fuck you, get pumped. He's eighty-five years old today. Eighty-five, nah no, he's old. Oh, he's 85.
1: Oh. This
0: is Great stuff. Whiskey River. Fuck you. Get pumped. He was busted for weed at the same Homeland Security checkpoint as Snoop Dogg, Fiona Apple, and Army Hammer. You know, uh, he's just one of those guys. Always lived on the, on the, you know, kind of on that fringe, right? He he definitely maintained that original country music sound throughout his career. And again, the point of these guys being outlaws in country wasn't that they were doing, they were playing rock and roll, which was part of what they were doing actually. It was playing a little bit of that southern rock. It was the fact that they kept playing country music when the rest of country music started playing pop music. Right. And so, yeah, man fucking... Willie, don't get much better than Willie. Sit around, listen to some weed. smoke some weed, listen to some Willie. He's got to be one of... He's got to be the most recognizable country music artist ever. Yeah, that could be. Because I think that he spans several genres of, well, he's at least interesting. Sure. And, and his interest is in who he is, right? And, and kind of his life that he's led. Going around smoking weed and playing country music. Yeah. What do you got there?
1: Chris, my guilty pleasure pick is not really a guilty pleasure, it's Shark Punch. As a courtesy to Chris, I'm playing Shut Up, Dustin. Yes, yeah,
0: so and Dustin's going to shut up for the rest of the show. Go take your fucking headphones off, dick face. All right. I'd like to thank everybody for joining us. You know, if you're still listening to this point, you're the reason that we do this. Thank you so much. You can find us on social media. You can find us uh, on Instagram and Facebook at SLC Punkcast. You can find me on all the uh, social medias at SLC Punk Chris. And you can find Dustin too. Um, You can find all the bands we listen to today on Twitter at the KCMO. at Willie Nelson. I'm at SLC Punk Chris. Uh, He's at another punk SLC on Instagram at Haymaker Oi at the uncouth KCMO at shark punch baby at flatmates underscore 205 at bone crusher underscore official 69 (laughs) 69 at Willie Nelson official on Facebook at Haymaker Oi at the uncouth KCMO at shark punch band at flatmate 205 at crass at bone crusher official at Willie Nelson. You can find me. And Dustin, all over the fucking internet, you have found us, www.slcpunkcast.com. Dustin, shut up, you don't need to talk, this isn't your part of the show. Yes, thank you again to Shark Punch for joining us. Uh, we had a great time with you. What a great conversation. We appreciate you and we appreciate all of you for listening. Dustin, yeah. about ready? Play the fucking outro. Nice. Well